Welcome all you would-be hecklers to the Fozcast, the show where we bring uniquely qualified guests on to talk about some scenarios, events that may have shaped their lives for their future outlooks. I'm here with the PIW boys. What up, what up? Hey, hey. We got, uh, we got our first favorite bartender and our master of the mix here. Hey, that's us. Um, and tonight we have our guest Chelsea, a Patreon. Um, thanks for being here. Um, glad you're willing to share some of your story. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you want to dive right into this? Um, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what kind of what kind of brought you here? What kind of made you want to talk about your life? Yeah. Okay. So, um, my name is Chelsea, and I'm actually pretty good friends with uh, Josh over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually what made me interested in coming on the show today. Um, but a little bit about me. I actually come from a large, sort of broken family, um, in a sense that. I did have a mom and a stepdad that I grew up with uh, that had a decent amount of arguing in the home. Um, And then kind of a no-show real dad who was in and out of the picture when he wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, The fighting with my mom and stepdad, though, caused me to move around a lot. It actually made it so I was pretty sure up until like two years ago that I didn't want any kind of family. I wanted a job where I didn't have to be home (laughs) hardly ever. Um, I just really wasn't set up to love family life, Mm -hmm. I don't think. Um, So I ended up actually going like 12 different schools my whole life, um, arguing with my three sisters growing up that whole time. But I did make friends pretty easily up until a point where my grandma passed away and kind of my mental health went to shit. Pardon mm-hmm. my language. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You gotta put it down in the swear <laughs> jar, right, Greg? Talk about the swear the jar. The swear jar, yeah, mine's full. Um, so I just didn't handle, that was the beginning of me not handling death well, but I kind of started to spiral. I was hospitalized a couple of times um, by my parents for my own good, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. And then at one point, they made the decision to just try to cheer me up and allow me to spend some more time with my friends. Um, and I got the opportunity to actually um, spend a Christmas break with one of my friends from high school um, when I was uh, 13. Uh, I was a freshman. I just uh, am young. So I graduated mm-hmm. when I was 17. So I, or I might have been 14. 17. No, I was, yeah, I was 13. So, um, I spent the break with her and she ended up having a party. She was a little more, a a little wild in comparison to Mm -hmm. me. I kind of was just the friend who tagged along at all times. And was this a different kind of area than you're used to being? Like you said, you grew up in a big family and then you went on to stay at a friend's house. So was this the same kind of area you're looking at or? Not really. So I come from a, we're not poor, poor, but like not very immaculate neighborhoods we didn't ever mm-hmm. live in. This girl actually did live in one of those mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense now because what her family did was they would they would come back on Christmas or the day before Christmas, but they would leave her alone for some of that break and always have a friend over. And that didn't really seem weird to me until I got older. Um, definitely a thing that parents do. I get it. I don't have kids. Not my place to judge, but looking back, (laughs) (laughs) looking back, I maybe wouldn't have made that decision. Um, I understand my parents were doing their best. How could they ever think that something crazy would happen? Mm -hmm. So I actually, um, she had ended up having people over that I didn't really know. I went to bed in the basement by myself because I wasn't comfortable around those people and actually ended up being assaulted. I stayed down there for a couple hours while the party was going on. And then um, uh, one of our mutual friends did come downstairs after everybody left 
And I kind of just blurted it out to him and he convinced me to file a police report. So we went to the police, called my parents. Um, after that, just some kind of crazy stuff happened with the girl at the part, the girl who I was staying with as well. I don't really want to get too much into that, mm-hmm. but um, it, it made my life difficult at the high school I was going to. Um, so after filing the police report, they actually put me in um, a class for, it was like called behavior disorder. Um, but really it was just meant to keep me in one room all day. Yeah, to for keep your me, own mental state. Yep, to Good. keep me safe physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to really think. All I had to do was focus on school. And I had a set of friends who I was able to like walk to and from school with every day. Um, but once they found out this kid was going to be tried as an adult because it was his birthday, his 17th birthday, I started to receive threats all the time. Um, so the court decided to move me to Sycamore to live with my aunt for my protection. Um, so packed up all my stuff, moved from Aurora, total culture shock going to Sycamore because didn't even know that place existed before I went mm-hmm. there. I remember showing up so early on my first day of school and thinking I was going to have to walk this huge building because West Aurora would take you a minute mm-hmm. to get through if mm-hmm. you were looking for your classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was done walking that entire <clears throat> school in 10 minutes and I was like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> um, found all my classes, don't know what I'm gonna do for the next 30 minutes, but that's fine. Um, but moved there and I was actually pretty successful. So um, I did have an issue with my records when I moved there. Because of the behavioral disorder? Yeah, yeah. I didn't carry over why Quote, I was unquote. in those yeah. classes, exactly. Um, so I was stuck in there until I worked my way out, basically with good behavior, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, good behavior, good grades, um, working with a specific teacher just like on my needs and stuff, which looking back, I was frustrated that I had to work my way out of those things. Probably would not be who I was without those teachers, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they totally helped me. I That's awesome. was able to totally focus on school. Um Almost and, to. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned earlier, you just also had someone to like work with every day after yep. coming out of a traumatic situation. Mm-hmm. To, That's huge. Yeah. yeah. And I think I took that for granted for a long time. Um, a really long time. Just You're because. You're teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good In point. days of emo. <laughs> yes, yes. With, the, with a lot of shit on your plate. You know, with a lot yeah. of shit on your plate. There's, some people are just pissed to be pissed. I mean, you actually had a fucking reason, you know. Yeah. So. And you're 14 or 13, so yeah. This I, at that point, I was 14, so yeah. I had moved. Um, great, great first day at Sycamore. Um, my birthday is actually over. It's August 28th, which is very close to that Labor Day weekend. There, mm-hmm. it's always mm-hmm. like the first or second day of school yeah. or something like that. Um, I went on a trip with my aunt. So I had one day at this new school. I went on a trip with my aunt. I got into a jet ski accident. <laughs> after your first day of school, uh, after you my on a jet first ski? Day of school, so first day I'm at school, next day I'm, I'm on jet skis. Next, next day I'm on a jet <laughs> cool, ski with right. my aunt. It, she flipped off the front, I flipped off the back. The jet ski did the same flip as me and landed on my face in the water. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so not only was I the new girl in the BD classes, <laughs> the, I was the new girl in the BD classes with a giant bandage on her face. The new girl with the busted I'm face. I'm glad you were like that, because <laughs> yep. that's always what I would have said. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a conversation starter. And had I not gone to, moved around so much or was shy in any way, shape or form, that would have sucked way more than yeah, it actually yeah, did. Sure. Um, but it actually did get me talking to people. Mm-hmm. Probably. I'm not sure how I would have done just moving to that new school before. Like I, I had moved around a ton growing up, but never by myself. Mm-hmm. It was always, I had my sisters, not necessarily in the same school as me, but 
also making that big change. Um, so that was kind of a little bit different for me. Um, but I would say working my way out of those BD classes was m- the first time I ever actually had a goal that I needed to work towards mm-hmm. and push towards. Um, and I worked my way out of there within about a year and a half. I made those good grades. I was putting in the effort. I had great stuff uh, after school activities for my college applications. I was cool. filling them out. I was getting accepted. I stayed for a boy. <laughs> and <laughs> Stayed for a, the, the classic um, love yeah, story. Huh? Which is Small insane. Small town love story. Yeah, right. Insane because I was so sure. At that point in time, I was sure I was going to be in the FBI. Like, I wanted... <laughs> A career, and I could yeah. accept that, like that was a job that would. I had an excuse to maybe have some time away from my family more than <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was back when I was like, I don't really want to be around everybody all the and time. Maybe help mm-hmm. other families. Exactly. In that, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because I was so broken when my grandma and grandpa died. That was really like I do have an aunt that's super into true crime, but that was really when I was like, people do this purposefully take other people from you like my grandma and grandpa died of natural causes mm-hmm. but to imagine the the thought behind murder like just mm-hmm. blows my mind so um that actually did get me kind of interested in that um but i worked my way out of there so after i decided to stay go to a college in the area still wanted to go mm-hmm. Um, I did decide to go the criminal justice route and started going. I was driving an hour (laughs) to get to school um, every day. And I was just paying too much and I wasn't really enjoying, not that everybody enjoys school, even though I know I do enjoy school. Um, (laughs) I didn't enjoy those classes. And it was like a combo of the professor. And I don't know if it was what I was learning, but I just felt like I wasn't getting what I wanted to out of it. And you said earlier, I think when we spoke, it was a private school that you attended. When you you buy into these private schools, you're expecting small class size, one-on-one interaction, Mm -hmm. a little bit extra help, plus a little bit more guidance from the intangibles that maybe yeah. a public school or a community college or a university would offer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. And that's exactly what I was looking for and had was so excited to go to the school. And it just, it didn't work out. And sometimes things don't work out. And I would say like my final straw, I was unsure the first semester. And then the second semester, my tuition went up and they got these fancy vending machines, which really annoyed me. And <laughs> the classes didn't get any better and I was just over it. So they're Always. charging you for, for Fruitopia instead of yeah. Fanta. When I'm not eating either, any of it. I'm not using the machine at all. So very frustrating. Um, and just the drive, the pay, like it wasn't working. So no. I pulled back and I thought, save some money. Kish actually does have a really good criminal justice program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go yeah, back there. Yeah. There's a lot of, in this area, in Chicago, yeah. there's a lot, like ECC, I know, is a pretty damn good one. Unfortunately, well, like we she said, yeah, Kish is, 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 is up there. nationally known for gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so I was excited to go into that program. Um, again, probably wasn't surrounding myself with the best people to be successful in my off time. And then when I was going to school there i was also babysitting for my autistic nephew okay. and there were times where i would have to leave school to go pick him up for whatever yeah reason. you're driving an hour away um, that's gotta be you. and and it was just well this was when i was at kish but oh, the so, problem so, so, yeah. was like i needed to be there mm-hmm. for certain things mm-hmm. and not being able to be there it, again it just wasn't fitting with kind of what i had going on at the time yeah. Um, so I figured I would stop there and I could always go back later. Mm-hmm. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking what everybody says, if you stop now, it's always so hard yeah, to go back yeah, later. The famous last word. So right? hard. Yep. yep. Um, but I did it anyway, of course. 
Um, and I decided to just kind of join the workforce at that point. Yeah. I knew there are, I love my mom. Mm -hmm. Well, we butt heads a lot. One thing I will say that I got from her is my work ethic. So that is something mm -hmm. that's always been, I've always been able to admire. And I thought if I can't go to school, then I can do this. I know how to work hard. Bust your ass. Mm -hmm. yep. So I started in retail because, again, everybody can do that. Um, Not and everybody. Yeah, <laughs> they say everybody can do retail. I, I couldn't. It's well, like <laughs> not every. <laughs> Not everybody can do retail. Not everybody can serve. Like it's, yeah. it takes a special person. I couldn't do those because yeah, I'm terrible with you. That's about you. <laughs> I mean, you'll find out pretty quick. From most teenagers can do that job though, but you will find out pretty quickly whether you're going to be good at it or not. Yeah, so yeah, within, <laughs> yeah. within about ten minutes. That's yep. a fair point. Um, so I got my first job at Walgreens. Ended up just moving away, which is why I left there. Got another job at Target, which was my first place work, moving myself up in a workplace. So I started okay. off as a cashier there. Um, I worked my way up to customer service. And then I worked my way up to, I got cross-trained at the food service area. So like the Pizza Hut and the Starbucks. Cool. And then I worked my way up to a promotion to electronics. And mm -hmm. then P-Fresh, um, which is like Target's produce, <laughs> basically. P-Fresh, that sounds like a t-shirt. Yeah, sounds it's, pretty uh, good. it's like you have regular Target's. Target P Fresh and then oh, Super Targets. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. So it's really silly, um, but actually a great company to work for. So I don't want to talk yeah, bad about no, it. Oh yeah, of course, um, of course. But I worked there for a little while. I again, left that job just because I was moving, um, and that's when I kind of transitioned into the uh, serving space. Dun dun dun. And <laughs> the tips, though, I mean, yep, I know, you I know. just got to smile and memorize a menu, and yep. I mean. Just basically not mm -hmm. suck. Like, like our I'm, listeners know. <laughs> yeah. Like our listeners know. I've spent plus decade on here. So it's Josh. I mean, we know we know the industry. Yeah. So I, I know what you mean. Yep. So <laughs> I um, started off. I worked a couple of jobs as just a server, and then I got. Uh, once I did turn twenty one, it was. Do you want to try bartending? And. What's actually funny is my boyfriend now taught me everything I know about bartending. He was the first person to teach me bartending. That I didn't know. Yep. Um, nice. Uh, yes. So. He, uh, back to like the bartending and serving, um, I worked a couple of jobs uh, before I found a job at a grocery store called Sullivan's, and I started off there as a cashier, worked my way up to, again, customer service, and then the bookkeeper, and that's kind of what got me hooked on, not just promotions, but responsibility and leading a team. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I actually had like people underneath me that I directly was scheduling and doing things like that mm -hmm. with. Um, you like, you seem to really take on that responsibility role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy because in my head, I'm like, no, I don't want any responsibility, mm -hmm. but the words that are coming out of my mouth say something completely different <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, so I really liked that job, but the, problem was next step was a store manager mm -hmm. and long hours i don't yep. want it i don't know what i want to do but i knew i didn't want to manage a grocery store yeah. so i applied for a job at the um restaurant that's attached to the skydiving place i actually had to apply a couple times there because i think someone was throwing out my application <laughs> um but i finally got an interview there and did get a job um, and I started off as a server and that they asked me to bartend a little bit. The, what's crazy about this is it started off with like not great management, good, great, fun, fun person. Good people, bad men. Yes. I know the difference. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> so I told her totally fine. I'm happy to take on bartending after being like a lead server for a while. 
And she says, okay, great. And I get behind the bar on day one. I'm back there 30 minutes with her, have literally poured three beers. I'm practicing. She says, okay, I got a, I got some stuff to do. I'll be back later. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, okay. Sink or swim. <laughs> Basically, and uh, while I had the recipes in front of me for the drinks, I was like, uh, Doesn't mean you know the bar. Uh, no, yeah. I barely could pour. <laughs> I like literally could use the taps at that point in <laughs> yeah. time. Day one, just crazy ripping the Band-Aid off. So yeah. um, the next day, actually, Jake came in and was working and he just helped me make some drinks. He actually taught me all the drinks on the menu there. That's how we became friends. Um, and that's, that's my boyfriend, boyfriend now. At nice, yep, nice. at this point. Um, so that's, we knew each other before, but we actually got close. And he wasn't the one throwing out your applications, there. was it? No. Definitely. Um, so I started bartending there. Um, that manager left because it just wasn't a good fit. Um, and then, so they asked me to take on more responsibility and I said, yeah. So I kind of stepped up in an assistant manager kind of sense. Um, I actually stepped up with a, one of my best friends who got me the job. She's the one who made sure my application didn't get thrown out the next time. Um, but it just ended up being a better fit for me with where she was in her life. Just she's younger than me, mm. but, uh, like a handful of years younger than me. So of course she's drinking with her friends. It's not a huge deal. Yeah. Um, but I got promoted over her. And so she stopped kind of, she started kind of slacking. Mm. Um, and everybody else then started slacking and I was doing a ton of work because they thought if, if this girl could do it or mm-hmm. doesn't have to yep. do it, then I don't have to do it either. So then that was my first time leaving that job. I was just so overwhelmed. I couldn't, I couldn't do everybody's job anymore. And I didn't actually have a person in place to teach me how to lead or manage. And it's mm-hmm. tough to go from a spot where you could have done it too. Working uh, with where, people. Where they, where they yeah. with people mm-hmm. as their peers and then having to jump into a management role. It's, it can be a recipe to, for disaster if you're not equipped to, it took me three times probably to, to yeah. do this over and over again mm-hmm. to finally recognize like, just because we are peers, I mean, I could, I can do your job, all three of you at the same, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. To, to kind of have it click in your head that you, I don't want to say better than them, <laughs> but can handle more well, of a workload. there was a reason you were promoted. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a reason why. Yeah, you know. Um, and then I thought I needed to leave there because I was so stressed out all the time and I was beefing with my best friend at all times. Uh-oh. Um, so I needed to really take a step back and think what I was going to do next. I left the job immediately, but needed something in the meantime. So again, I went to another bar and got a job. Um, and I actually had some friends that were planning to leave the state. Um, they were going to go live in Colorado. And I thought, great, mm-hmm. get me out of here. Everybody in Illinois <laughs> wants to move to Colorado. Yes. Sure. I was um, on again, off again with just not a great guy. None of my friends liked him. Mm. Uh, he just was not a great guy. Not a great fit for me. Um, and then he... I was actually working at this bar and I had a Christmas party to go to. This guy was so not a great guy that he was in jail. He was supposed to be in jail during this Christmas party. Um, like he was court ordered to be in jail? Yes, then? he just okay. ended up getting out of jail a couple of days early. Okay. He broke um, out. Yeah, I don't actually know how that works. That feels weird to me a couple mm. of days early, but he did end up getting out of jail a couple of days early. Um, so I asked if he would come to my Christmas party with me and he was like, no, I don't want to go take Jake. <laughs> um, cause Jake had been my best friend for a long time. Yeah. He was actually dating my roommate at the mm-hmm. time. Um, I love it. And <laughs> <laughs> depth. so we decided, uh, we went to this, um, Christmas party that I had for work and had a great time. And I had never thought of Jake in any way, shape or form other than a friend before that night. 
And then he kind of, well, he did. We had a couple drinks, and he basically blurted out everything. Yeah, I'm kind sure of, he, Jake's been thinking of that. I mean. Yeah, his feelings <laughs> for me and just how Good. it didn't make sense. I shouldn't run away. Like, basically, that's what I was doing. Um, and he was right. That made sense. Um, so I ended up, that was actually four years ago on Sunday. Mm. So four years ago on Sunday, we had Is that, that your, uh, the culmination? The, uh, that's our your anniversary? Yeah, that's what we're uh, so kind you, of. So you ditched the scrub out yep. of jail, and that night is, is now, now, now we got Jake in the picture. So, yes. Good, so good, good. that's when I start having complex feelings for Jake, absolutely. Um, and then really <laughs> thinking, like, I I had been in my ups and downs of working at that job. Jake was also working there. Mm. Um, and he was dating my roommate at the same time. He, They both knew that I was just either working all the time or stressed um, because of the guy that I was dating. Um, so there were times where I just wouldn't eat. I would eat when mm-hmm. I was at work or if Jake wasn't cooking, I wouldn't eat anything. Like, Not much he of would, a cooker? No. He's a good cook not. too. Right, nice. um, <laughs> he would actually like deliver, he, like make sure that I ate. He would invite me to not, downstairs to dinner all the time because our, the floors were separate. Mm-hmm. I was upstairs with the guy I was dating at the time and he just always showed up for me. He was like literally always there and I didn't yes as my best friend but it didn't really click what that was for quite some time um and then i realized he's been literally helping me through my darkest times for Mm -hmm. for years before that yeah. yeah um so we decided that i would stay um i actually got a job at flight tech again this was when they said that they would help me learn the backup house and i could become a more well-rounded manager um i love working in restaurants i love working with people but i don't cook don't understand anything about cooking so i i don't know the back of house and that was a source of frustration for me and it was really exciting that i was going to be able to learn that um in this new role and that just didn't happen Um, so a couple of things happened in that job where I was just like done, decided to leave it. Um, actually the same day that Jake was fired from it. (laughs) That's a different story. Um, but I remember I took a week off I decided to not do anything. I watched, um, all the star Wars movies, I think twice through (laughs) and I found from Walmart, those giant color in posters they had a yeah, one that yeah. was nine stormtrooper heads that were all different designs so i did that while i watched star wars for a week uh i actually gave it to my mom all right, all right. well it's still <laughs> it's still artwork. there good 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 <laughs> um so i then realized i didn't want to be in this tiny ass town anymore yeah. decided to pack too up. big for this town yeah i mean there's just nothing there no, besides the place i was looking working at which again really cool place just wasn't the right fit at the right time mm-hmm. um so i moved back home with my mother mm-hmm. um yep, yep, and yep. my stepdad so that was actually a cool experience it sucked in a sense that I had to move home and start over, but were, were things who a little bit better for you now that you're a couple years older? Um, or that and the other? Actually, it was rough at first. Yeah. So my step and I, my stepdad and I, really didn't get along when I was growing up, um, and that didn't change apparently when I moved <laughs> back home when I got yeah. older. There were times. I mean, I'm a very cheerful person, mm-hmm. and I'm a morning person. Like I'm very much good morning. How are you? How was your day? Ready to. You don't have to have a full-on conversation with me, but mm. he used to grunt at me all the time <laughs> and just not actually use words, okay. which was very frustrating for me. Um, 
that has gotten much better. So I will, I want to cut in, in case he listens to this, I want to <laughs> okay. cut in and say that you know, everybody goes through their changes. You it know. was last year on Thanksgiving. I actually, he was like the thing that I was thankful for was cool. actually mending mm-hmm. my relationship with him. And we're actually able to have conversations now where a few years ago, even that really wasn't the yeah. case. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes growth on two levels, you know? Not, yeah. Oh, singular singularly on a personal level but also two people that make the same change yep absolutely and it was something i was waiting for forever so why am i gonna now that he's trying i'm needed to take full advantage of that so i understand that entirely yeah, yeah. um so i and the cool thing about that though was my niece janelyn was living there at the time too so i got to get close to her for a little while one of the hardest parts of me being in all of those management positions before even though they were just in an hour away I didn't get home for anything. I missed all the birthdays, all the holidays, all oh, yeah. everything. Believe me, I know mm-hmm. I know what that's like and it's it wears on your soul. Yeah, and it's like I never thought it would because they're my nieces and nephews. Like why does mm-hmm. it hurt my heart so bad that they're not even my own kids? Like it doesn't matter. But it sucks. And um I got to a point where I was like sick of missing all the holidays too and um I uh, lost my train of thought. Um, okay. Talking about transitioning and um, into oh, and moving it back home. Mm-hmm. So um, when I moved back home to Montgomery, I moved. We moved all my stuff in that day, and then we went to lunch at like the local Olive Garden. Just had a conversation with our server, and she left her manager's card. The manager came over and talked to me, and I ended up with a job very quickly after I moved there. I figured I could just do what I was good at, serve, bartend, save up a little bit of money, get out of there quickly. I would would have left with a bucket full of breadsticks and minestrone. (laughs) Glad you you found out the the positive. (laughs) Um, I would have left fatter. I I was moving around so much there. I I mean, I wanted to work. That's the thing. I I then found myself working my way up again. So Mm -hmm. I started off as a server who's picking up hours where I could. I volunteered to bartend, which bartending at a restaurant like that is not going to make you the kind of money you want to make. Um, And then I offered to do the to-go specialist thing. And then I was basically meeting with the next step to for the manager and training program. Um, and I realized I was doing the, the same thing that I literally just left a place for. Can I cut you off at one point right there? So you might've realized that, but talking to you, I'm realizing that you were quite the badass. Um, (laughs) you've worked your way up now three different spots now from, from basic entry level to management, three different, four different, you're a go-getter. You're Mm -hmm. a, you're a, let me take over the reins. Let me show you what I can do. I don't want to be told what to do. So I'd rather (laughs) learn. I I want to learn the rules. I want to know the rules. And then if I need to break them, then I know the reason behind that. There's reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can, I, I want to know what I'm doing to tell other people because I, I'm coming at it from a place of coaching and training and I don't, not everybody does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's the problem. Not a boss, a coach. A boss tells you what to do. A a coach tells you why and how to do it. Shows you. Me and Greg have had this conversation. Like good managers walk into, like even when they start as servers, you walk into a job and you want to be prince. I mean, you're willing to go to war with your team, but you're also going to lead. And those people make the best managers. 100%. 100%. It sounds like you've done that. Several times through your life. <laughs> yeah, I'll never Not ask. just at a, a, a professional level, but it seems like you've done that on a personal level as well. So mm-hmm. kudos. Thank you. Yeah, I'll never ask somebody to do something that I wouldn't do. And sometimes that means I have to learn something mm-hmm. and then ask somebody else to That's do okay. it, That's okay. That's okay. Asking for help is one of the biggest things you can ever do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think we've talked about that already. You've gotten a lot of help from your peers, maybe teachers when you were younger. Um, you know, you said your boyfriend helped you yeah. out a lot. I mean, asking for help is is not a fault. It's you know, a skill. It, it's it's mm-hmm. a skill that should be learned. And and then you know, you obviously have a lot of critical thinking going on, and that's an also a skill that should be a college course, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, ask when, where, how, why we're doing something, and then yeah. ask it again. You're you're. I'm impressed. Keep going. Thank I'm you. sorry to cut you off. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so I. Took a step back, realized I was doing exactly what I did before, then I didn't love it. Um, so I I read a book actually called You Are a Badass or How to Be a Badass. No, it's called You Are a Badass. That's crazy because I have you I have you, <laughs> in my, I have you in my notes listed as badass times two times three. Yep. Wow, um cool. I read that book. So it's it not, took it's me not just you. <laughs> all right, all right. No, I had to read a book to become a badass. But, <laughs> all right, well. Um I read that book and I uh it took me about four days and then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Let me update my resume online. Just put it up there. Um, and then I got a, a couple days later, a call from a hiring manager at the company I work at now. Um, she asked me to come in and actually interview for a hiring manager position. So I did that and I didn't get the job. Um, but they called me and asked me to come back for a different interview in shadow for an inside sales position. So that was actually, another day, a multi-hour interview process. Um, And at the end of it, I also didn't get that job. But it was, I could tell that they were super interested in me and I was interested in the company. It's just, I didn't have it in me to ask those sales questions. Mm. I was going to guess that didn't get you down. Yeah, it was just (laughs) something, I don't have the pushiness in me. And um, that role specifically, you have to start selling their homepages product. And I didn't have any passion behind Yellow Pages books at that time. I Now that I understand it a little more, it being a community-focused home book and me being so excited about small businesses, I'm a little more behind it and I could probably get into it. But at that time, I couldn't make words come out when I was trying to interview. I don't want to be pushy. I mean, sales jobs are ABCs. Uh, Whatever movie that is, uh, always be closing. closing. Uh, Glenn Glenn Ross. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, she said, well, let's try one more, let meet one more manager and we'll go from there. So that's when they pulled up my current boss. She explained the position for me. And that's actually when I realized there were people that created Google listings and Yelp listings and things like that. Cool. I had no idea. I just used those apps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a second thought. Um, so I learned that role from the bottom up. And then after a couple months, I just started asking questions because I'm all about, it's hilarious because I'm late always, but I'm moving fast at all times. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't understand it myself, but I'm always looking for ways to shave seconds or just ask questions why things don't make, why we're doing things this way. Is it because mm-hmm. we've always done them this way? Um, so after about three months, I got promoted to a team lead. And that was really cool because it was a position that they didn't have before that got created for me. Um, and then after about nine months, I was promoted to assistant manager. They asked me to give a speech at our company meeting um about my journey and i did give that speech and then at the end they awarded me with rookie leader of the year and it was a trip to cancun oh dang so that was really exciting because that was the first time my boyfriend and i had ever actually left the country um and that was really cool and you earned it then i earned it i worked i i earned it without realizing like what i was working for i i really didn't even know that that uh anyone from the office went on this trip it's more like the the top 50 leaders in the field they get in the to, country and they, they kind of hang it over your head yep, yep. they get to go on um the top 50 sales reps they get to go on this trip they get to take a significant other and it's like this presidential award mm-hmm. and you only you have to win that by selling so many yeah. products which in the office you're not making any sales so mm-hmm. it's kind of more about what you're doing for the company 
Um, so that was really cool to win the yeah. first time. Um, and then I just worked my butt off kind of growing teams underneath me. They kept adding responsibility to my plate and which is something you thrive on. Yes, but it also terrifies me. Yep. That's going to keep you hungry, though. Yeah, so. and it's crazy because it keeps saying yes. Even though in my head I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do that and, at all. Um, but you make it work. But I do, and I, I would say I'm in a much different place today than I was a year, year and a half ago. Okay, cool. Even though mm-hmm. I was confident in where I was at before, like still working really well, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of struggling to see I was kind of struggling to really picture myself being able to do all of these things like uh, I've never been in a position like this the imposter syndrome creeps up on you um so I yeah I was a little bit um worried about um failing yes always worried about failing doing it anyway unfortunately (laughs) um but about failing you're never going to succeed that's but it seems like you fail upward every single yeah, time. Yeah, it seems so. like yeah, it seems, <laughs> that's kind of so you. We talked a little bit before yep. we got on. We got on mic here, and you said that you just got another promotion. Yes, I did. Like this so week? last week, mm-hmm, yes. So right. what's crazy is one really cool thing that happened last year. Apart from, I won another trip. So <laughs> uh, the first time I won another the trip. Another trip. The first time I won nice. it was for um, Rookie Leader of the Year, and then the second time I won it was for Manager of the Year. Nice. And what was really cool about that one was I actually, so there's three different office awards. Um, there's uh, Employee of the Year, Leader of the Year, and then Manager of the Year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do another one. Um, but I actually, the person I got to promote right under, from underneath me, um, a girl that uh, I was very, very glad that I got to promote, um, she actually won employee of the year. So I had to write up something about like all the hard work she's done. Mm-hmm. And I had to go basically toe to toe. You're sitting at a table with 15 other managers and you're trying to pitch like why your person's the best yeah. person in the company. Yeah. Um, and she won. The only other person that was close to her was her girlfriend who also works for the company. They were like two, two paper clips off, oh. which they're going to take the other person anyway. So it really didn't yeah, matter yeah, who yeah, was yeah. going there. So it's, um, it's been really cool for me to, to have these promotions, but to be able to do so much for people underneath me as well. Um, Sounds like you've done a lot. But I got really overwhelmed last year because we started a new product that I was the lead of. And then I went from managing two teams to managing three teams. And then when the management team realized I was kind of overloaded, somehow I ended up with four teams. (laughs) And then I was working consistently uh, like 70 or 80 hours a week Mm. just working at work and then coming home and working. And it was... During the pandemic, I just wasn't logging off. So it was kind of crazy, but we had so much work to do. Um, And we just recently got someone else in place to take some of that load off of me. So what's really cool is I not only got a promotion, it's a promotion that it's taking a big chunk of my work off so I can breathe and really focus on the cool stuff that I've had stored up in my yeah. noggin for months, yeah. but and, I and haven't able been to able delegate, to delegate, you know, and actually yeah. give, you, give your team a chance to thrive. Yes. And, and be, I'm so to excited. Be another, uh, be another you. Yep. <laughs> you know? I'm creating job descriptions this week cool. for new people. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Cool. Um, but they kind of, they made me really nervous about this because I was meeting with my manager for, um, uh, you, oh, hit it, you, hit it, you hit it. You hit the pad. Keep going. I'm just picking my phone. He can cut it out. He can cut it We can roll. Um, I. Uh, um, 
So, bring up a team. Yes. So um, I last week they were kind of freaking me out because they told me that or had to have many meetings. I had to have a meeting on Wednesday, had a meeting on Thursday, had a meeting on Friday, and they just kept saying this was going to be so much responsibility that they were stripping away my assistant title. Um, I was going to be reporting to a new manager, a director that we hadn't hired yet, cool. um, and that it was going to be important that I realize how much responsibility came with this. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually saw the job description, I was like hallelujah because it actually took off a chunk that I can I always felt like one team was lacking I was able to give 110% to two teams and even if I was only giving 80% to that third that feels like a failure to me Mm -hmm. so now I can totally focus on what I need to and I got the highest pay increase of anybody working at that company ever so that was also awesome and unexpected then she was like now you understand why we're making a big deal about the compensation package um which only fuels my fire more like i'm right. just i'm ready to implement more, more, so more. Yeah. many things which Good. i just right now i'm trying to work on a work-life harmony yeah. because yeah. now that i know what's possible yeah. i mm-hmm. i just keep pushing and my my biggest problem right now is i'm a workaholic yeah. and i don't know how to shut it off yeah. um i mean if there was i don't know exactly your company but if i can give you any yeah. advice you're in a in a good spot now where you can delegate Mm-hmm. So now your team becomes you. So your work-life balance should hopefully ease up a little bit because now maybe you can pass off a little bit of the work that should be done that you were doing to now these four different teams. Yep. And I, I know you said you're a workaholic, <laughs> but I also know that you said you got a good man with, with Jake mm-hmm. behind you. And mm-hmm. I know that's important to you. As we've talked about this, it's a big deal for you. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him. You know, I mean, yeah. for, for being a good stand-up dude. And, He's pretty freaking awesome. And uh, shout out to you for, you know, coming together and, you know, making unity of this thing. And you guys are, seem like you have a good thing going. I mean, that's yep. that's great. So in closing, I have just a couple uh, smaller questions to ask you. Yeah. Um, real quick. Um, when did you first know you were a badass? <laughs> um, ooh, that's a good question. I would have to say I didn't first feel like I was a badass until you can say last week if that's what you want to say. No, I mean it was definitely that promotion no, you know what? The first time I ever felt like a badass was um my freshman year of high school. And that was when I um I didn't go for cheerleading captain that year because I didn't I I wasn't super popular but I just wanted to do it. Um I tried out as a joke when I was in eighth grade and made the team. Um so I just kept with it. And so the captain is chosen by the um, ever the members on the squad. Mm-hmm. The co-captain is always chosen by the um, actual coach based off of talent and mm-hmm. um, potential. So that was kind of it was awesome winning something that like nobody was going for cool. and not mm-hmm. even being again not even thinking I would be considered for something like that mm-hmm. and then having it work out so well Good. um yeah. something I ended up sticking with for a couple awesome. years so well that sounds like like the seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth <laughs> thing that you've like grown into yeah. being queen shit on some other level so yeah fine. you mind if I toss in a question here yeah Greg? I'd love to so I've known you for a few years now and even when you're at your most stressed you are still yourself you're still that bubbly, optimistic person. How do you maintain that? That is a good question. And sometimes I don't even know. <laughs> That's I, a good answer, I too. honestly <laughs> think it is, it is, no, I don't want to say easy. I know you brought up your um, mom and your work level. I, f- I fake it till they make it. And that is something <laughs> yes. that I have learned 
coming straight from cheerleading. And that's something that I have always thrown into all of my job interviews, too. Whenever they ask, like, how do you maintain, you know, how can you keep a smile on your face if you're dealing with a tough customer? Mm-hmm. Well, I was a cheerleader for five years, so I'm, I can smile through anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll yeah. plaster that smile on my face and fake it till I make it. I also have recent I, I also try to figure out why what the hell is my problem mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and then take a step back um one thing that i've been doing the past few years is when i'm super down i try to look at myself through jake's eyes which um i read that in a book somewhere to try to do that and i actually have been doing that recently with my bosses too when they load on my more work and i feel like it Holy helps crap, somebody, somebody how can could do I that do this? With, with trust. That's yeah. Green, you know? So, then, yeah, that's awesome. And then I take a step back and I'm like, they're, she's giving me this because she knows that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, she wouldn't give me something that I couldn't handle. She knows this can fit into my schedule. She knows I have it in me. Don't, this imposter syndrome comes at me so hard sometimes that I really have to, like, they wouldn't have put me in this position if they didn't think that I was mm-hmm. good right. at it. Um, and then with day-to-day things going on in life, like, I'm super fortunate to have Jake. Um, he's just being there has helped me uh, through a lot of difficult places. But mm-hmm. again, just when I'm, because when I'm down on myself about, it's about nothing. You know, everybody's got those days yeah. when it's like, I don't need to be upset or anything. Yeah. So I really, truly. And when those I, days are hard enough to deal, mm-hmm. like just by yourself. So yeah. having that support system with your boyfriend yep. sounds So I just, want, like a tip. I would say for anybody who is feeling that way is just whatever you're stressed out about or frustrated about or just not having a good day about, you know, look at it through, look at yourself through the eyes of somebody else, somebody that you care about and loves you and and talks you up all the time. That Mm -hmm. was actually going into my next question. I don't know if this falls (laughs) over. Uh, What advice would you give to a younger you or possibly say to somebody that was in your shoes? Does that that follow through or do you think if there was just a one quick thing, like one phrase or one way of looking at the world um you know this is gonna be kind of uh, probably an odd one if i could give my myself one piece of advice i feel like i'm doing great where i'm at right now Mm -hmm. i do feel like i could have thrown myself into therapy maybe a little bit sooner and been a little more successful earlier in life i would say to remember it is it's not your fault if you're fucked up but it's mm-hmm. your fault if you stay fucked up. Boom. Yeah, that's and right I, there. It took a, it's a, you know, you're your own worst enemy. It's real yeah. hard when you're 30. And I mean, and I don't want to say like I'm in a bad place because I'm not. But I think all the time about I, I could have done this five years ago if I had my shit together. Yeah. But I, I really wasn't in a place to do that. So asking for help, have, I can yeah. do that now. But there, mm-hmm. I wasn't in a place before yeah. where that was And it doesn't sound possible. like the, the what ifs and hypotheticals have gotten you down. So, no. I mean. Mm-hmm. Keep keep going, Mama. You're you're killing it. Thank you. Um, in closing, is there any questions you think I should have asked you, or maybe you want to talk about a little bit more? Oh, um, I think we've kind of hit. Oh, you know what? I do want to say just so my experience. I know we talked about it with school. I loved school, um, going to school in as I was growing up, and even in college, I just didn't feel like they were the best fit. I'm successful now and I didn't graduate college mm-hmm. and I people you don't have to do that if it's not the right fit for you. You can make mm-hmm. a ton of things work. You can make your dreams work. You yeah. just you kind of have to have somebody to believe in you. And I didn't really have that mm-hmm. like for a long time. So what do you think was the major factor in that? Was it yourself? You said your mom was a major role. You said your boyfriend. You said you had some friends that kind of helped um, you the way. Your honestly, teachers. it was yes, but what really kicked me into gear probably around like um when I wanted to take on like a, a real career, when I started to take those real management positions, was right around the time my niece Maddie was born. 
cool. because I know, I, or I don't know if I want to have kids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really something, it's something I haven't wanted before, um, but not totally off the table now that I actually have somebody in my life that I can see that happening Listen up, with. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do know that I want to be a good role model good. for those little munchkins in my life. Excellent. And um, that's really important to me, well. so... Well, I'm going to start looking at myself through Jake's eyes. <laughs> hey, man, whatever we got to do to get by. I mean, like we were talking about, she's badass one, two, and three over here. She's, mm-hmm. she's conquered many things in her life. You know, um, just sitting at this table with you tonight has changed my thought process on, uh, process on some of the ways that I would maybe look at some others going through their life. And you said you didn't graduate college. Mm-hmm. Same you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just, you're, you have an obstacle in front of you, and you seem to conquer it every yeah. time. So... Step by step. Yeah. Step by step. Mm-hmm. Power to you. Um, <laughs> thanks again for your time. That was, um, was mad inspiring. Yeah. Was good. Thank yeah. you. It was a yeah. pleasure to have you on. Um, Josh, anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right. Good. Well, All right. Chelsea, um, did you have anything you wanted to plug? Plug? Uh, you, you're in sales now? Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, um, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't She's have got to. a new mixtape um, coming no. out. <laughs> nope. Um, nothing to plug. Just right, love you guys. Thanks for having yeah, me. Really race. appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. So, um, again, just wanted to thank our listeners, our Patreons. We have one of them in front of us tonight. Um, We got this nice, warm, cozy garage now. Yeah, thanks, guys. (laughs) Um, So, just wanted to give an overall thanks, and hopefully it changed the way you perceive your situations, your life, and give you a perspective check.